Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. WTAW news time is four minutes after eight. It is 78 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by David's Jewelry and Coin Exchange. They buy, sell, and trade gold and silver, diamonds and jewelry, watches and collectible coins, and consistently pay the most. Learn more at davidsjewelryandcoins.com. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. At least six law enforcement officers responded to multiple fights at College Station High School last Friday as school was being dismissed. College Station police report one person was treated on the scene for a panic attack. CSPD officers and five Brazos County Sheriff's deputies assisted the one sheriff's school resource deputy to break up multiple fights involving at least 15 CSHS students. Sheriff's spokesman tells WTAW News the incident began as a fight between two students. No charges have been filed as of now as the Sheriff's Office continues its investigation. Bill Oliver, 1620-945 WTAW. Fifteen College Station police officers and a canine officer were involved Saturday night in tracking down the driver and a passenger who were in a pickup that was stolen from Colleen. The 19-year-old driver from Temple and a 21-year-old passenger from Colleen are being held on a combined 17 charges. According to 27 pages of arrest reports, the owner of the stolen truck used a tracking app to keep law enforcement aware of its location. Recent rainfall has meant the return of mosquitoes. It is that rain that allows especially standing water for mosquitoes to breed and to be more prevalent in our environment. Brazos County Health Authority Dr. Seth Sullivan reminded those watching his latest update from the health district to resume outdoor safety to avoid contact with mosquitoes. The reminders included proper clothing and to reduce outdoor activity during dawn and dusk periods of the day. And the day after Dr. Sullivan reported Brazos County was at a medium pandemic risk, the health district announced on social media that Brazos County has returned to a high level of COVID cases. City of College Station officials are soliciting opinions about the preliminary design of a roundabout at Holloman and Dowling and an extension of Jones Butler Road under Harvey Mitchell Parkway. Preliminary design will be completed by the end of summer 2022 and final design will be completed by summer 2023. The unidentified voice comes from a video that has more information on the project, which is online at cstx.gov CIP. Construction is set to begin fall 2023 and completed in spring of 2025 pending the text.fm 2818 schedule. The preliminary design includes a two-lane roundabout, bike lanes, and a sidewalk along Jones-Butler and a shared-use path along Holloman. College Station City Council members agreed at the end of last Thursday's five-hour meeting to have staff research an idea presented during public comments. College Station resident Allison Flippin asked the council to consider placing a safe haven baby box at one of the city's fire stations at no cost to the city. That would allow a parent to drop off their baby who is less than 60 days old with no questions asked. In 1999, Texas was the first state to adopt the safe haven law. And sadly, Texas has the highest baby abandonment numbers in the United States. Flippin says the climate-controlled container is attached to the exterior of the building. The box is fully tested throughout the installation process and features multiple alarms which alert first responders that a baby has been surrendered. Flippin says 11 Texas newborns were found abandoned so far this year. 
WTAW news time is eight minutes after eight. It is 78 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by David's Jewelry and Coin Exchange. More news at 830 or anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Rebert for 1620-945-WTAW. Right at 810. Good morning. It's a Monday. Glad you're with us here in the WC Tractor Studio, your local award-winning Kubota New Holland dealer. And Brian and Episode Weather brought to you by Shipwreck Grill, serving the Brazos Valley some of the best seafood, delicious burgers, great cocktails, in a fun, relaxed atmosphere. They're open seven days a week. Stop by, see Wade, Mary, and the crew at Shipwreck. Partly sunny today. Watch for afternoon showers and thunderstorms, low to mid-90s. Partly cloudy overnight. A few showers and thunder showers again after midnight, mid-70s. Becoming mostly cloudy Tuesday. Afternoon showers and thunderstorms, low 90s. We'll see partly sunny skies again Wednesday. Shower and thunder shower activity will be developing again during the afternoon, high in the low 90s. I'm Meteor Meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945 WTAW. So we mentioned this last week. Um, do you have a celebrity doppelganger? Mm-hmm. And uh, we were surprised, but a new poll found that just 15% of U.S. Americans think that there is a celebrity who looks oddly similar to them. Men uh, twice as likely as women to say yes. Only 9% of women said that that was the case. Okay. But the deal is, you know, celebrity or not, the whole idea of a doppelganger is kind of interesting. There are a bunch of folks in the world, clearly. Um, There's some basic things, certainly as far as uh, my first thought is skin color could make a change, make you not notice if that was a doppelganger. Right. Yeah. Although I do, like, I do have, um, I... I it's very, very rare occasion, but every once in a while, I will find somebody who looks like somebody of a different race. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very rare, yeah. but it does have, it's got to hmm. do with the facial features. Sure. Right. Absolutely. Uh, some, some, like I have a friend from high school who I thought looked just like Tim Duncan and my friend was not a black guy. Oh, interesting. Oh, right. Oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Facial, basic facial structure. Right. Does have something right. to yep. do with that. And a few characteristics here and there, but according, sure. yeah, according to a, uh, a study that they did actually over in Spain, they say you may have a little bit more than just what you look like. You probably share DNA. So oh. saying for this report or by Dr. Manel Steller, uh, Joseph Carreras Lacama, sure. whatever, sure, sure, whatever, Brown University uh, said they worked on research involving twins in the past. But for this project, he was interested in people who look alike but have no actual family connection going back almost 100 years. But he says they asked them the, the pairs to do a DNA test, um, and it turns out, hey, they actually have some some shared DNA. But you would think DNA creates what we look like, right? I mean, it creates everything about us. Right. And so you would think that if two people look similar, that, yeah, they would have similar DNA. But, uh, yeah, apparently they have similar DNA sequences. How interesting. The other thing they could they, be related. To could take be. it a step further they may, in fact, have similar personalities as well. So that's interesting, it right? Is. Because, you know, typically your physical characteristics, I mean, don't yep. necessarily have anything to do with how you act or who you are. Well, and that's, again, that is it uh, nurture or nature question, right. too. That's because, true. Uh, the, the personality can be obviously impacted by the environment that you grow up in emotionally and mm-hmm, physically. Mm-hmm. The, it's, but the other thing that they said is is... Whether a celebrity or not, almost half of us have been told that we have a doppelganger. Before. Okay. And I don't know. I've never told anybody that. And like I said, I found mine myself, which was very, very random. 
And right. clearly it's easier that it would be a celebrity because their... You, their you, picture is a lot more readily right, available. Right. right. But the whole concept of a doppelganger is uh, a little bit a little bit unusual. Yeah, would, that is interesting. I mean, I mean, I've definitely seen people who I'm like, oh man, they look so much like someone right. and, and then kind of figured it out. Um, I don't know if I've just gone and told somebody random, right. you know, that they, hey, do you, do you ever get told that you look like so-and-so? Sure. Because what, what if it's an insult to that person? Right, they think that... <laughs> person that you just compared them to is ugly exactly or, i mean i've seen people do a doppelganger and what some people think might be a doppelganger to you you're like no oh, that doesn't look anything like that person. right so, yeah and that's what I, in, in my case i because i was able to contact this guy he's an author uh i was able to contact him and because he puts in the back of his books if you want to contact me this is what you do uh, right it's not like i had to go out there and and, and lurk St- around and find, find his somewhere. information so i did so i took a picture sent it to him and you know he said he Texted me back and went, ha- handsome guy, great. Okay. Oh, that's uh, fine. So that was fun yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. uh, what's his but, name again? Uh, Stuart Woods. Yeah, Stuart he's uh, Woods. yeah, he's written a lot of books. It is interesting when they find you know celebrities that are alive today and they find like really old, like let's say yes. pictures from the Civil War or something yes. like that, and they and they look so much like someone's portrait. Yeah, it's really creepy. That can be really weird too. Here's my question: Who's got the time to be doing that? You know oh, what I mean? I know. Who's got the time to I be mean, doing there's that? Somebody. Some yep. kind of facial recognition software where you just have to plug it in and it finds whatever yeah. on the internet. Reeves, didn't you say there was a basketball coach or a, a volleyball coach that looked a lot like you or people kept I messaging think, I you? I think people messaged me. Yeah, it was like either a, a college coach. I think it was a college coach of some. And, and I've gotten that with athletics before, uh-huh. like whether it's a player or a coach, um, especially when you, you know, you play enough high school games or, or club tournament, you know, tournaments and things like that. Um, every Plus like. With volleyball, a lot of us look the same in the sense of our physique. And so it becomes a little bit easier <laughs> to, to get confused and be like, oh, I thought that was you. Could you have a 5'3 doppelganger? Oh, oh yeah. I don't Short know. Chelsea. I mean, that would be that. interesting, right? <laughs> little Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea. little mini Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So right. call her mini me. We've talked about how the, the world of work has changed in so many different ways. And I, you know, I don't know. I got... Yet again, another story today, 70% of us would rather work 10-hour days, uh, four days a week, yeah, yeah, yada, yada. And we've talked about how, for instance, in our job, that can't be done. And in a lot of jobs, it can't be done. But quietly, is the workplace changing? New data shows that uh, now maternity and paternity leaves are starting to get shorter once again. Mm. Really? Remember, this used to be a thing. Right. And uh, the new data shows the uh, share of employers offering paid maternity leave beyond what is required by law dropped to just 35% this year. Two years ago, it was at 53%. Mm. According to the Society of Human Resource Management, they said, look, it's inflation. Employers are confronted with inflation. They have got to understand that y- we need you back in the workplace. We're going to give you what the law allows, but we really can't be as, um, I don't know, as giving as we were in the past. Yeah, I'll say if I if I was a, a woman who was looking to have children and I was in a situation where, where maybe I was picking between different companies, um, that is definitely something I would look at. I have friends who, I have a friend who works for a company. She happens to be pregnant right now. She gets six months right. Maternity yeah. leave, yeah. That's and that's uh, very generous, you know. Yeah. Um, now, I don't think all of that is 
paid, but a, a large chunk of it sure, is. But yeah. she could take up to six months. Um, and then you hear about the paternity leave packages and things like that. So, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to, to see what some companies offer and others who I, I think it's hard to compare all companies. Right. But sure. something, but a company that is maybe on the same level or in the same industry, you have to really take a look at that. Yeah. But, and again, I don't. <sighs> In America, especially in, in the area that we are, I don't know about requiring it, but I think good companies will just automatically allow you to do that. Do I mean? think companies should be required to offer mat leave. Okay. Well, there should be some leave. The matter is how, how long should it the be? Other, yeah, and the other hard part is, you know, for a lot of women, you don't necessarily know when you're going to go into labor. Like, mm-hmm. you can guess, but um, that becomes difficult, too, because, like, I've had friends who, you know, they they had already set a time. Well, that's it starts the minute you start taking days off. And then let's say, okay, well, then your baby doesn't come for another week. That's already a week that I guess I don't want to say you wasted, but that goes towards your time it, that you didn't actually have the baby yet and i guess in my thinking and it's really going along with what you said chelsea is that people will look at a company and say oh they don't offer any maternity leave i'm not going to work there and eventually they will be forced to do that versus the, the government forcing them to yeah do now that. the problem is a lot of people aren't necessarily that's a very specific situation like oh either i'm pregnant or i'm planning on having a baby i also happen to be looking for a job you know a lot of people take a job without necessarily thinking about that unless it's in their immediate time window Size of the company matters. Where yeah. the company is yeah. based is the matter. How many comp- how many uh, competitors are there? Are you a one of the kind company? Right. All of those things. And again, and well, overarching. Go ahead. Oh no no no! Sorry. Go ahead. Overarching is the mindset of the management and mm-hmm. the mindset of the management. And you know that's one of the things that's nice. You know our company's small. We've got I don't know. We have under a hundred employees. And so. The decisions can be made right here in-house within these walls as to what's done. Right. And they may have a policy, but they can also make changes to that policy as they see see fit based on the circumstances. Yeah. The thing is, if you work for a really big company... You're just a number sometimes. You're a small that's, fish. That's not the best situation. And the only other thing I was going to say is yep. a huge driving factor is also the cost of daycare. Because yep. then you find a lot of women who are saying, hey, it's way too expensive to send my kids to daycare. And I'm just going to take that. I'm just going to take the time to stay home because mm-hmm. it's actually if they're if, if they're a two income household and that other income is, is enough to cover. Um, I yeah. Or I'm, you make the adjustments. Right. Yeah. You you plan ahead and decide. That yeah, that is I just what you I, do. I definitely don't envy some of my my friends who have had kids and had to deal with that situation because it's not a lot of time sometimes. Yep, yep. 820. College Station, Texas, April 24th, 1947. Big Bolin talking. Here's the latest news from the Associated Press. Now the big joining with businesses from across the brass is found. Aggies win 74-72. Here's your right. 1620 WTAW. This is WTAW, the first 100 years. I'm Tom Turbeville. And then there was the time that too little postage led to WTAW being cited by the FCC. Here's the story. The station was cited for failing to comply with rules concerning personal attacks, as reported in the Brian Eagle. Then Brian Mayor Jack Zubik and City Commissioners Joe Falk and Mary Ann Parker filed the complaint against the station because of a July 30th, 1970 broadcast about the commission and the budget. The mayor and city commissioners alleged that the broadcast compared the commission to the notorious convicted swindler, Billy Saul Estes. 
FCC rules say that a copy of the broadcast must be given to the complainant within a week of the broadcast. Well, the station did mail a copy of the broadcast and an invitation to reply on air by certified mail and mailed it in plenty of time. But one problem, it was mailed with postage due. Well, the city commission had instructed its staff to refuse delivery on any postage due mail, and it was returned to sender. But by that time, the week was up. WTAW told the Eagle that the violation was a technicality and should not threaten its license, which was soon up for renewal. And it didn't. The license was renewed. And by the way, the FCC rules have changed since then, but it was still a less glamorous story of WTAW, the first 100 years. WTAW news time is 831 and 78 degrees. We'll take another look at your forecast coming up after the news. Good morning, I'm Chelsea Reber. Brazos County Health Authority Dr. Seth Sullivan says it's time again to exercise the four D's when you're outdoors, thanks to the return of mosquitoes following recent rainfall. Four D's, dusk and dawn are the time when uh, mosquitoes are most active. DEET is the uh, highly effective repellent that helps keep mosquitoes away. Dress, long sleeves, long pants, and then to drain and dunk the standing water. Dr. Sullivan reported last Thursday that Brazos County's pandemic risk was at a medium level. The next day, the health district announced Brazos County returned to high risk. Those who drive College Station streets, as well as those who bike and walk, are invited by city officials to provide opinions about the preliminary design of a roundabout at Holloman and Dowling and an extension of Jones-Butler Road under Harvey Mitchell Parkway. The proposed improvements for the Jones-Butler extension and roundabout project include the new roundabout and extension to FM 2818. There will be bike lanes and sidewalk along Jones-Butler Road and a 10-foot-wide shared-use path along Holloman Drive. That's the unidentified voice on the city's capital improvement plan website. The proposed roundabout will have two lanes along Holloman Drive. The outside lane will be able to travel through or turn right, and the inside lane will be able to travel through or turn left. Construction is tentatively scheduled to start about a year from now. That timing depends on the expansion of Harvey Mitchell. More information is online at cstx.gov CIP. A request at the beginning of last Thursday's five-hour College Station City Council meeting will be checked out by city staff. During public comments, College Station resident Allison Flippin asked that one of the city's fire stations host a safe haven baby box at no cost to the city. That would allow parents to drop off their newborn if they are less than 60 days old with no questions asked. The parent opens the door to the baby box, which triggers a silent alarm and goes to 911 dispatch. The parent then places the infant in a medical bassinet. The exterior door automatically locks when closed and a sensor triggers a second 911 call. Dennis Maloney was one of two council members towards the end of the meeting to ask staff for additional information. We should look out to see if, what liabilities could, we, we may uh, be exposed to and the advantages and whatnot and funding and all that. So I think that's usually important. It's horrible what's, what's going on out there. Flippin says the longest a baby has been left in the safe haven box is three minutes. What began last Friday as a fight between two College Station high school students turned into multiple fights that took more than six law enforcement officers to break up. The Brazos County Sheriff's Office, which provides school resource deputies for CSISD, reports more than 15 students were involved in the multiple fights in a common area near the CSHS cafeteria. Investigators are still working to determine what started the initial incident. No weapons, illegal drugs, or any other contraband were seized. Multiple individuals who were detailed while attempting to resolve the incident were released 
least to parents. Five deputies and at least one College Station police officer assisted the CSHS school resource deputy. According to CSPD's social media, one person was treated on the scene for a panic attack. Any disciplinary action against any students by CSISD will not be released. A pickup truck stolen in Colleen was tracked by the owner in Navasota and then College Station. The driver of the truck then led College Station police on a high-speed chase Saturday night. The driver and the passenger then ditched the truck before they were caught following a foot chase. The driver was arrested on 11 charges. A 19-year-old from Temple is also accused of evidence tampering, being in possession of two stolen guns, one where the serial number was partially scratched off, unlawful carrying of a weapon, and being in possession of seven credit and debit cards belonging to other people. The passenger, a 21-year-old from Colleen, is also being held on five warrants from Bell County that includes two counts of indecent exposure. A Brazos County District Court jury convicted, then sentenced a Montgomery man to life in prison. 39-year-old Christopher Quinn Williams was found guilty of breaking into a college station apartment more than four years ago and attempting to sexually assault a woman who was awakened. Prosecutors quoted in the district attorney's news release say, 10 of the strongest and most courageous women you'll ever find faced down a serial offender and allowed the jury to end this monster's reign of terror. During the punishment phase of the trial, the jury heard cell phone or DNA evidence showing Williams committed seven additional burglaries where he attempted sexual assaults. Williams has been in the Brances County Jail for more than three years, faces a trial in Montgomery County on a stalking charge. Bill Oliver, 1620-945 WTAW. And gubernatorial candidate Beto O'Rourke is sidelined for the immediate future. According to a statement from his campaign, he is at home in El Paso after he was diagnosed with a bacterial infection. Before going home, O'Rourke received IV antibiotics at a hospital in San Antonio. WTAW news time is 836. It's 78 degrees. More news anytime in English and Spanish at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945 WTAW. Hey, good morning. It's 838. The Infomaniacs on a Monday. Here's our website. Weather is brought to you by Malik Heating and Air together with Carrier. Keep your cool. When the temperatures rise, front of the line service, $0 diagnostic, never an overtime charge. Total protection plan members feel the difference. Here you are. Look for a mix of sun and clouds today. A few afternoon showers and thunderstorms, low to mid-90s. Partly cloudy overnight, a few showers and thunder showers after midnight, mid-70s. Becoming mostly cloudy, afternoon showers and thunderstorms Tuesday, low 90s. Mix sun and clouds Wednesday, more shower and thunder shower activity develops high in the lower 90s. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945 WTAW. Hey, and again, we're looking at maybe a 60% chance of showers this afternoon uh, after 4 o'clock, something like that. 50-50 chance of showers tonight, and then 50-50 chance of showers on Tuesday and Wednesday, Thursday at 40%. So plenty of Plenty of juice in the atmosphere out yeah, there. Yeah, okay? gotta get a little rain, maybe. Yep. And again, we're we're really to the point where we need it again. Yeah. I, you know, but I saw a redbud tree in bloom. The the plants are confused now. They don't know what they <laughs> like, don't know what they need to be on? doing. It is. It's so uh, it's so very bizarre. So anyhow, we got uh, that going on for us. In the meantime, uh, you know, we always talk about uh, today in history and all or whatever. Mm-hmm. Today is Motorist Consideration Monday. 
Motorist Consideration Monday is dedicated to being considerate, patient, and courteous while driving. Oh, okay. Just cut me off. Move over, Grandpa. No matter what one's mode of transportation is. Hello, the light is green. Whether it be by car, bike, public transportation, or even walking. I was in the crosswalk, moron. It's all part of Be Kind to Humankind Week. Slow traffic, keep right, keep right. A celebration of people and the kind acts they perform all over the world. Are we driving or are we texting? Merge, idiot! We're gonna need to work on this, people. You're going 10 miles an hour under the speed limit in the fast lane! There you go. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, there's so much of that out there right now. Yeah, especially now. You know, oh, we had a big influx of people yeah. coming into town. Yeah. They had to learn all these things. And and again, look, if, if you... The whole idea of this ginormous roundabout that College Station is discussing... Is fascinating to me. You love roundabouts. I do love roundabouts when they're the proper size and in the right areas. But, man, there's going to be a whole lot of traffic at that one that they are proposing. Well, that's the problem. There's a ton of traffic over there with all of the student housing. There is. And if you have people who are not paying attention, and that's the deal. Um, as, As people are doing other things when they're driving other than driving, you end up with little fender benders. And the way that... Clearly, traffic accidents are handled now. All that does is exacerbate the situation. We've all seen that, especially on the freeway, that somebody gets pulled over, there's a small accident, and everything gets squeezed down to one lane, and then it backs up, and it's a big problem. Is, so, it, is it a deal where if you're in a, a wreck, and but your vehicle is still, I don't know, can still work, should you get over? Or well, I mean, I feel like some people just want to sit there. In the big city, they do that. Okay. In the big city, they, they do it. They expect you, if you're in an accident on one of the freeways, you need to get over to the shoulder. Right. And, and then traffic can continue because what happens is between rubberneckers and people not not uh, paying attention. It's just not safe all the way around. Sure, it's not. So, And th- they've got to investigate it. We get it. They, they need to do that. So um, I will say, give a shout out to, I'm assuming... Texas A&M students who posted up on the corner of University in Texas yesterday with signs that said, keep going. You have your own lane. Please do not stop. The tradition continues. The tradition continues. They were like, yeah, there was like yesterday when I drove by, there were about three or four guys. They each had their own sign. A couple of them had chairs. They were just posted up. Looked like they were having a grand old time, but alerting everyone in that turning lane when you're turning onto Texas that you do have your own own lane and you do not need to come to a complete stop and it's not the only lane like that in town but it's definitely one of the more common ones that people get confused now i wonder if they're new to town and they're just looking at the lunacy of the people who've lived here and aren't paying attention and so that's why they wanted to draw attention to it oh no i think these are folks that have been here all right and they're letting the new folks know right yeah i think yeah and again it's we've seen this before it always happens at the beginning of a semester and you know there's been memes there's been how-to videos on tiktok I mean, it's it's become a thing, and yeah. um, especially in the first couple of weeks of classes. One of the signs was a playoff of the University of Texas, their football team. Their big model last year was all gas, no brakes. Okay. Oh. So they said all gas, no brakes. Just yeah, keep on that's going. very nice. Yeah. Mark Zandi, an economist, has uh, some dire predictions for the housing market. House prices could fall up to 20% next year, depending on whether or not there's inflation, or, excuse me, a recession. Okay. Now, some key words here. Prices could fall right up to twenty percent, depending on so <laughs> lots lots of variables there. Right. But what Mark is telling us is the most overvalued cities in the country right now 
Boise, Idaho, Charlotte, North Carolina, Austin, Texas. Well, now, that doesn't surprise me. You know what, Mark? I know what you're saying, but I think I think those three cities will be just fine. Now, if you if you bought something to flip it and make a killing, no, you may not be able to do that. But look, there are folks who still want to move to those three areas. They really, really do. A lot of people want to move those. Total places. of 180 cities across the country uh, contain overvalued properties. Every city has overvalued properties. That's crazy. Yeah, like Waco. Thanks, Chip and Joanna. Yeah, really. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most overvalued areas tend to be the Mountain West and Sun Belt. Some of those places skyrocketed because people decided because they could, they didn't have to live in the city where they were working. So they went other places. Hey, did you listen to uh, Kim Commando this morning? Uh, No, I missed it. Well, we had talked a little about uh, the maternity leave situation and how, you know, the economy impacts businesses. Well, basically, NBC is looking at shutting down the affiliate, I mean, shutting down the the network an hour early each night. The 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock, they want to give back to local affiliates. Mm. Oh, okay. That's a way to save money. Yeah. Because you think about it, you know, those those shows that are right. out there, if they're not if they're not uh, the realism type shows, they have to be scripted, they got to be staffed, they have to the production values. So the deal is more and more people are watching other platforms. And so they understand that, as, as she mentioned. Uh, and I didn't realize that Gutfeld on Fox is apparently just knocking it out of the park when it comes to ratings. So lots of people are watching things other than what we used to call the big three, ABC, NBC, and CBS. So NBC, is a, they, she called it an unprecedented move, saying, you know, we just may not have any available product for you from 9 until 10 o'clock at night, and you'll have to fend for yourself. What mm. time is Gutfeld on? I thought it was – because he used to do like a – early morning show yeah right? no red yeah, eye or whatever yeah he's uh no he's on a he's on in a more reasonable time okay now. i got you i've watched it a couple of times and, 10 and o'clock I, central yeah, okay i like him he's really really smart but the people he's got on are stupid and it's really <laughs> not very good but you know but if you like it that's great you don't like titus yeah no i don't really uh people said that that if the change is made and it it wouldn't happen until the end of uh, fall of 2023 then it could lead to earlier air times for the tonight show with jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers on in, and, and Saturday Night Live as well. So all of those things changing television as we know it. So we'll mm, see. Interesting. After one 27-year-old New York man goes on first dates, he asks the woman to fill out an online exit survey <laughs> to rate him and their date. The guy's name is Devon Lukes. He's uh, he works for Google. He moved to New York of a little over a year ago. Of course, he works for Google. Uh, yes, of course. Here's the exit survey. Used to used to <laughs> used to live in San Francisco, so now he's in uh, NYC. He's compiling this data. Yeah. He's probably going to use it for something. Says he really hasn't had any luck dating and getting ghosted and having dates fall through and okay. not show up why. and all that. Uh. Yeah, so he said he wanted to try something different. The survey, he said, I've created this survey to help reflect on our dating experience and allow you the chance to pinpoint highlights and lowlights throughout our time together. Among the questions that he asked them to rate, the date overall, then weigh in on more specific things, such as whether they enjoyed the conversation Mm -hmm. or they liked the vibe at his house or whether they didn't want to go back to his apartment. Uh, First date, man. Yeah. Yeah, first date in your apartment. He told the New York Post, some girls didn't like the idea of a survey at all. Others like, oh, my God, this is iconic. (laughs) 
Uh, he read I don't just mind like the that. survey idea. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's kind of, and, and you know, obviously you can or you can't fill it, or you don't have to fill it out. I just it's like just Scott's, kind of quirky. I just like Scott's impression. I know. You like that? Really that was good. good but it, uh, yeah. Uh, Ray had only been seeing a woman for the past few weeks who filled out one of the surveys. She said about it, it just made me realize you cared enough about the date to right. want feedback about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think so too. Well, again, is would you not liken that to customer service? Uh, yeah, I mean, right. You, you, I'd like feedback on the experience that we had. You know, if you mm-hmm. use a company for the first time, they want to hear back from you. Yeah. I wish you would here. send out one of those automated text messages that say, how likely would you be to refer me to a friend? <laughs> Zero to ten. Hey, it's the Infomaniacs. It's about ten till my doppelganger died. I know. <laughs> wow. So one of our listeners actually was the one who texted it in, and then I Googled it to confirm. But, yeah, he passed away in July. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Because I had gotten in touch. He was 84. He was, right. yeah. Yeah, which he was older than you. concerns me that I looked like a person who's 12 years older <laughs> well, than me. Well, okay, but, but that was his profile yep, pic, Scott. Yep, a lot true. of people keep that profile yep. pic up from years yep. before. And, and one of the more recent ones I saw, he kind of lost quite a bit on top. Yeah, you still yeah. got your hair. So, so uh, yeah, because I, I, I got, I went back and looked in my photo history as to when that was. And so I, I got in touch with him in September of uh of 2021 i guess okay and so he mm-hmm. died i guess eight or nine months after that so. yeah hey this was a great text we got about the exit survey guy he yeah. goes an exit survey on the first date you either get a second date or you don't end of survey yep, that's right <laughs> yeah, pretty, much. pretty easy it's an up or down and was he taking these suggestions was he really taking them to heart and trying mm-hmm. to improve you nope. know well it says this was a few weeks that he had been dating this uh this lady so i don't know maybe okay. maybe so so how about this mickey mantle baseball card over the week Weekend. This thing sold for $12.6 million Golly. yesterday. Uh, I know. This is, look, the the most, um, I think the highest price for any card was nine point, uh, no, memorabilia, was $9.3 million, which was a jersey that was worn in the 1986 World Cup. At 9.3, this card goes for 12.6. Blew it out of the water. Mm. The Honus Wagner was like a $7 million card. That's the one that they've always talked about. Uh, let's see what else. Um, I, I guess I'm thinking, you know, Honus Wagner, that was a that was such a long time ago. And it the was. Mick didn't play. I mean, I get it that you're talking 50s, 60s, but in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that long ago. Well, again, mint condition, which, right. which helps out a lot. Uh, the Honus Wagner, for the Yankees. right? The Honus Wagner thing because it'd been handled lots of owners and that kind of thing. That might have something to do with that it. That makes sense. And yeah, and it's interesting because uh, you know tax people could could certainly address this more than me. But taking these sorts of things, you can move a lot of money in the economy and not have to pay the taxes on it by doing this sort of thing. This is like art. I mean, it's basically like the art market, if you will. Right. You look at it and dump a bunch of money into it. Uh, speaking of. Paul Allen, who is the, one of the founders of Microsoft, they're going to, I saw an article, they're going to um, auction off his billion-dollar art collection. A mm. billion wow. dollars, if you could imagine that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. All right, let me see. This is a good coffee drinker week. You know, we talk about it, how it vacillates between it's going to kill you the next day or it's going to make you live forever, depending right. on how much coffee you drink. Right. Okay, it says here, feel free to go ahead and pour that second, third, or Fourth cup of coffee oh, in the wow. morning. Wow. Wired. Yeah. Higher consumption of coffee is connected to a lower risk of death. Now, it's interesting. 
I'm kind of on and off the coffee wagon just every once in a while, and I'm on it now. I mean, I'm drinking coffee some. Jackie used to drink tea every morning. Okay. okay. I mean, a pot or two oh, every okay. morning. A lot of tea. She's completely off it now, which is interesting. Really? Just did it naturally, just decided it wasn't going to maybe sleep. Uh, so hers was truly up. for the caffeine, because obviously yeah. there's also, I mean, if you just like the flavor, you just want the drink, there right. are decaffeinated. Well, and with coffee, too. Yeah. I mean, I know people who drink decaf coffee. So we uh, so we got together for her, uh, her birthday uh, at a breakfast this place on Saturday and had couple, we invited a couple of extra couples and one of the couples there, I mean, they had already gone through two cups of coffee while we were there and yeah. then drank two more while we were there, mm-hmm. which means, you know, that's their routine. That is what they do. The other couple drank no coffee at all. Okay. So, you know, it is. So we're all over the map on this, but if you feel like that higher consumption might have had some detriment, at least for today, higher consumption of coffee is connected with a lower risk of death. This is a uh, survey that came out of Spain, but it's been going on for 10 years. They had 20,000 participants in this. Have a look at it. The study found participants who drank at least four cups of coffee a day had a 64% lower risk of death. Wow. I just feel like there are so many other factors to life. Oh, yeah. Like I just agree. life in well, general. And again, this is over in Spain. Right. Don't have any idea. Even, even their factors of life are different, you know, than they are over here. Yeah. What are they eating? How are they exercising? Exactly. Are they taking medication? So I get that it is one. And, and yeah, maybe it makes you feel better, but I'm not going to go out and start drinking four cups of coffee just yeah. to live longer. Oh, my heart it. could take that. Good well, grief. And that's the other. And then again, how, how susceptible- big is a cup? Yeah. Right. How big is a cup? How uh, sensitive are you to that? Do you drink it too late in the day? Then that screws right. up your sleep. sleep. Mm-hmm. All sorts of things that can happen. But anyway, so today, at least for this week, coffee is a good thing. A couple of minutes till the Infomaniacs. Here's another thing you don't know what these people are eating. For instance, right. here's the deal. It, it it says here, and they keep trying to, I mean, literally jam this down our throat, that we need to be eating bugs. We need mm. to be eating bugs. Not going to do it. I mean, do you understand? You understand what? Mealworms are. I mean, they call it mealworms to make it sound like that's okay. Right. They're beetle larvae, okay? Uh, that's what they are. Nasty. I know. But, but and I forget uh, who it is. Some celebrity is opening up a vegan restaurant. Oh, Kevin Hart. Really? Kevin Hart is opening a huh. vegan restaurant. Okay. It's clear whatever he did stunted his growth. What I, is he doing trying to tell I us how I didn't realize he was vegan. I didn't either. He might not even be vegan. He just knows there's a market for it. Edible insects like mealworms, crickets have long been a part of the diet of the people of Asia, Africa, and South America. Out you of know, necessity. You know why? That's right. They don't, they don't have really, beef cattle. Yeah, wanted to choose that. They don't have fish. Anyway, moreover, studies indicate that insects are a healthy alternative to meat with high amounts of fatty acids, vitamins, minerals, fiber, and protein. Uh. Okay, so they're going to want us to tow cars without being physically attached to them, right? Okay, they've right. told us that. Hitchless, hitchless have, vehicles. That's right. They've told us we need to drink at least four cups of coffee, and mm-hmm. now we need to be eating, eating bugs. bugs. They're trying to yeah, kill us. Yeah, this was a very educational yeah. program. Orbit. And NASA still can't launch its missile. What is that about? Yeah. What Houston, you have about? a problem. I loved that line by <laughs> the Fox News guy. Well, the thing is that that used to be so much oh. drama. Well, you know what? And the thing is. See, this is why they didn't want to put humans in it. That, they wasn't ready to go. 
They've got crash test Man. dummies and in I there. Did, and I did hear, because you were asking why they couldn't, it's like radiation levels and stuff. So, <sighs> Were we yeah. worried about the dummy Ooh. getting too much radiation? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make no, his, we weren't. It'd make his cheeks but red. I, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I don't know why they haven't been able to. Well, it was a leak. It was like a gas yeah, leak. Yeah, it was. Oh. Yes, it was. Yeah. So aside from that, everything's fine. But they and, didn't want to put humans in it because of the radiation. And that's a story we didn't have time to, to today. Apparently, Tesla's not paying their bills either. Uh-oh. So, so maybe, maybe that's Uh-oh. it. They haven't paid for their launch time. All right, we're back tomorrow. Brian Broadcasting Station, WTAW, College Station. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.